This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Welcome back to the second hour of the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. Our time being seven minutes after one o'clock. And this is where we're going into our political space uh, this morning, our political corner. And here uh, this morning, we're roping in Tobani Zikalala. He's a political commentator. Uh, he joins us uh, this morning uh, to really look at what came out of uh, the past weekend of politics, especially where the economic freedom scientists are concerned. Uh, the Red Berets were there in a case and really when you look at it just ensuring that they pack the royal show ground this being in Peter Marysburg I saw the EFF leader Julius Balema addressing the ground forces there and just taking a swipe at the ANC talking about how the party has been gaining momentum over time since their introduction into politics in the country they're also looking at making history next year where Kwasi Natal is concerned in terms of of them changing the shapes of politics within that particular province. So these are the forums that we're seeing being conducted from one province up to the other where the EFF is concerned here, just moving to ensure that they position the party and get the best out of the elections next year. So we have Tobani who will tell us this morning, Tobani stays in KZN and he knows the politics of KZN you know, and he'll tell you very well if they, they do stay a chance there or are they clashing on straws especially when we saw uh, the EFF leader Julius Maleba attacking the ANC personally even uh, discrediting and moving to uh, talk about uh, two centers of power uh, where Nomusa Dube Dube is concerned and, and Duma here uh, just a lot coming out of KZN and I'm, I'm going to welcome Tobadi and then I'll take you a, a little bit to that clip uh, within the EFF where the ground forces are just is concerned and this particular forum and we'll come back and we'll continue the conversation here uh, with uh, Tobani but remember you at home uh, you're welcome to form part of this particular conversation uh, we are on 0861 uh, in the middle of these uh, politics and the likes uh, we also just would like to hear uh, your thought uh, because it's always nice right we balance it out uh, so nice uh, you are one person that is an electorate uh, you're staying here in South Africa and you knows you know the, the politics of the day or the dynamic and and what really uh, touches or matters to you. Uh, so you're welcome to also just call in and engage with us as well uh, there by X. Uh, Tobani, uh, good morning. Sawana, man, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Katleho. Good morning to all Power FM listeners. Great to be here again. Yeah, no, thank you very much for uh, giving us uh, your time. I mean, uh, KZN was a hive of activity where the Red Berets are concerned uh, in terms of them just moving to position themselves uh, to get the best out of uh, the upcoming election. So we saw uh, the party leader, Julius Malema, and other uh, party members uh, and party leaders uh, also there in KZN in Peter Marysburg. Uh, there was a hive of activity around uh, these particular ground forces. I'm going to talk to you and get a reaction from you around your take on how uh, this particular event uh, really has gone over the weekend but before we do that let me play a little bit of Julius Malema and what he was saying to uh, some of the uh, ground forces there and then and then we'll talk okay. anyone who says the ANC is going to win elections you must say to them you sound like Mutolo 
and you know Mutolo's problem. So don't sound like Mutolo. Because we might end up booking you wrongly. So do not reason and think like Mutolo. Because KwaZulu Natal will not be under the ANC come 2024. Whether they like it or not. But what is worse, it's not only KwaZulu Natal. It's Gauteng, it's Free State, it's Mpumalanga, it's Limpopo, it's Northwest, it's the whole entire South Africa which will not be under the ANC come 2024. We are the generation that is going to remove criminals. And we don't theorize about it. We are going to practically do it in 2024 because we are the ones who have been waiting for. South Africa has been waiting for the arrival of the EFF and the EFF arrived 10 years ago. And since the arrival of the EFF, ANC has been losing election every year when we go to the elections. But when the EFF was not there, the ANC was not losing elections. So it is the EFF that is removing the ANC from power. When we spoke to you and said to you, we are a government in waiting, they said they are mad, they don't know what they are talking about, some were even making jokes about it. That you are a government in waiting, you will wait forever. Little did they know that will be government even before 2024 in Etequini, where we are going to lead decisively infrastructure of their, that beautiful metro. We are doing it now and will do it even much better after 2024. So we are no longer government in waiting. We are government. We may not be government in your municipality, but we are government in Etequini. We are government in Nongoma. We are government in Ikuruleni. We are government in Nelson Mandela Bay. We are government in Mogali City because we are preparing ourselves for a full-blown government of the EFF come 2024. So, seated here are potential MECs, potential ministers, because they won't be deputy ministers. So if you are aiming at deputy minister, the post is not available. Seated here, there are potential DGs, HODs, strategic CEOs, and the people who will be leading sections of our government to make sure that we do the right thing. EFF leader Julius Malema there addressing the ground forces over the weekend, uh, just talking about how the party has been gaining momentum over time and saying that the ANC, who are those? 
<laughs> Come next year. Who are those uh, saying that uh, when you look at it, uh, the party is going to ensure a full-blown governance of the EFF across all nine provinces and saying that uh, if you look at it, reality is that the ANC has been losing those electorates and those uh, numbers here and that the EFF is the one that we've been waiting for uh, where South Africa uh, is concerned and say, come 2024, uh, we'll show you uh, who we are. What are you making of uh, the posture of the EFF? Uh, do you reckon uh, that really uh, they've covered lost ground there in the EF, in, in, in KZN? Uh, do you see what um, Julius Marema is talking about here? Uh, somewhat uh, becoming a reality in him saying that uh, they're preparing for a full-blown governance of the EFF. They've always said here, Tobani, uh, that uh, theirs is Lutuli House. No, not Lutuli House, but the union buildings in terms of being, being a govern, government in waiting. And we're seeing them again just moving from province to province, uh, preparing and psychologically arming the members and the ground forces to say if you're going into you know the ground and you're going to be doing a door-to-door you must know that yours is a victory lap uh, so we are pushing to ensure that we come out victorious here uh, where 2024 uh, is concerned what, what are you making of uh, the EFF and, and how are they faring there uh, in KZN is he saying the right things uh, to the right people here uh, that could really position him to be in government uh, come 2024 I think the first thing should be, of course, there's no one who goes to an election without the objective to, to win. Or there's no one who is going to have a, a elections campaign that is not uh, crafted in a way that speaks about ultimate victory. I think that's the first thing. And the second thing is that, of course, the EFF is the fastest growing political party in the country. Uh, in the past uh, 10 years of their existence, they've really shown that in terms of structural uh, organization, they are maybe the second uh, most organized political party in the country in terms of their structures behind the ANC. Because if you if you listen to what Floyd Shivambo spoke about in terms of um, they are present in almost all the the voting districts in the province, it shows you that the EFF really has taken serious to structurally organize itself to be able to do badly of the elections campaign. I think that should be commended. And of course, the EFF, in terms of its uh, voter base, it has been growing since the very first uh, they first contested their, their, their first election in 2014. Of course, they've now contested five elections, three of those being... They've contested, they've contested, of course, they've contested um, four elections. It's really coming on their fifth election. And two of those have been general elections, the 2014 and 2019. They've contested 2016 and 2021. But what the EFF has shown, in Dal in particular, is that they've not been able... Uh, much to do uh, to, to to show themselves as a local government party in terms of the, doing brief numbers in, in that space because even now in the recent by elections you know, gradually of course they've been they've been they've been growing because I think in the last by election results in Umkugundov, uh they did around 347 342 votes in that in that in that ward. 
But what EFF has been showing is that in most watch in their most what by elections in the province, they've been struggling to hit the hundred vote voter mark. But if you if you juxtapose that with their performance in um, the last national general elections in 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 twenty in twenty in nineteen, their numbers there speak a different thing. It speaks a, a very big growth. Uh, in terms of in, in terms of their voter base, of course, being able now to send about four about eight members into the the provincial legislature, it speaks volumes mm. about the 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 their ability to to grow, right? And then if you look in the in overall nationally in in twenty nine in twenty fourteen, they died about six percent, and they are, they now it's sitting at around ten percent. I think there's I think also some truth that there before we complete in this in this in this in this question mm-hmm. is that there's also some truth to what Julius Malema spoke about is that that the the ANC has been losing votes uh, since they are they came into the picture because if you look. Since 2014, in terms of the performance of the ANC vis-à-vis the performance of the EFF, you will see that the ANC currently sits at around at, at, at just above 50 percent. And before the EFF come into the picture, mm. around 2014, 2014, the ANC had done around 62%. And the EFF is now sitting at about 10 percent of the vote. And the question would be, where do those votes of the ANC go to? Uh, the most uh, logical question would be because the ENC and the EFM seem to be playing uh, or seems to be talking to the same electoral, electorate, that means that shedding of those votes of the ANC has gone into the EFM. But of course, this would need much more analysis in terms of how many people voted. And of course, there are people who vote for the ANC who simply stay away if they can't vote for the ANC. But the ANC and the EFF, because they speak to the same electoral, they would always be shedding each, other, each other's votes, right? But my, my first thing would, would have been, would, 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 of course, would have been to comment and to, to say, really, the EFF, in terms of its factional organization, I think for me it is a sight, a beautiful sight to watch that must be commended in terms of how they've been organized. Since their inception, of course, this should be looking, it should be serve as an inspiration for other new emerging political parties in how to really organize yourself to be able to contest elections. Uh, yeah, in terms of in terms of the chances in Kwazulu-Natal, yeah. I think, as I said, that no one contests elections without uh, uh, crafting a message of victory. But I don't see, I don't think, I think the EFF's best possible outcome in the 2019, 2021, 2024 elections in Guazulu-Natal, the best political, uh, best electoral outcome will be for the EFF to sit as the official uh, kingmaker in the province, where between the IFP and the ANC, which are who are the big political parties, and of course the IFP, uh, being, having been traditionally a stronghold in Wazuna, the stronghold party in Wazuna, the AFF may sit in between those parties as the official kingmaker. Uh, the ANC, the, the, because of course, Wazuna, like Gauteng, has been one of the provinces that have been identified as provinces where your political, your, your electoral outcome or electoral, electoral uh, results 
may determine your pos- the position of the, co- the coming government, coming government of 2024. Mm-hmm. Of course, which has already been predicted to have been a coalition government, to be a coalition government. And KwaZulu-Natal is seen as one of those provinces. So the AF- AFF's best possible outcome is for them to sit in a position where they are the ones who can decide the fate of the province of KwaZulu-Natal. They have been both... kingmakers, I mean, before, you know, in terms of the mm. politics of the day, uh, they've really positioned themselves as coming across as the underdog, uh, but then over mm. time we see them wielding this position of power uh, to say that I'm a kingmaker and then I'll tend to influence how the politics go. Uh, would you say that uh, when you look at it, uh, this has been a strategy that would shift uh, the dynamics, the political dynamics, uh, because then we see those parties that did not matter in terms of the numbers and then coming out to be a kingmaker. So when you look at how then the elections are faring here, would you say parties like the EFF are positioning themselves to take up that particular opportunity? And then where, where do we then leave the IFP in all of these space? Because traditionally, we know very well that the IFP has been one of the parties that enjoyed the KZN province as one of their strongholds. Of course. Uh, the EFF uh, has done well in that regard. EFF has done well in making sure that it is able to to garner support that allows them to be the to to to, to sit as the kingmaker. And this is what I see in 2024. I see the EFF, of course, as I said, being in between these two parties as as the ones who can decide where the, where who governs the province. The IFP uh, has, of course, always uh, been. A, a very a, a strong performance in Guatemala. Of course, in recent elections, they've lost the, their political the power to the to the ANC. But of course, with 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 with, with how things have been going, and so if you look at the 2021 what call, what what called uh, local government elections, if there's anything to go by, they show us a shift in terms of the balance of the vote in Guatemala in a way that says. It is possible for 2024 to be a a very big turning point. And because remember, up until 2004, if I'm not mistaken, the the IFP had been the the leading party in in Wazulu-Natal. It's only 2004 when this turn happens, because before that, of course, there was was the the last in the last government was the it was a, 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 a coalition government between the two parties, IFP and ANC. But of course, the NC, the NC eventually takes outright power after that, and the AF, IFP have been seem to have been since then trying to work towards regaining their power because for them the Natal province is important because this is their political stronghold, and of course, in a way, they've been somewhat of a provincial party in terms of their big political performance. So we have seen in recent years and in recent elections how the IFP has worked seriously to try and regain lost ground uh, to be able to gain control of the province. And I see the AFF being sitting in a position where they could decide the fate of the of the, of, of, of what of what will be who will become the government in Guazulu Natal. Gaining support of I see them at least being able to hit the ten percent mark in the province of Guazulu Natal to be able to sit because it is strategic for, especially for small political parties, to be able to to garner enough support to be able to be to, to be to be decision makers. It's what we call what other people would call king makers. 
Because, of course, you know there's a DA, there's a DA in HNSA and others who, of course, are almost in a similar position to try and contest for the states. But I think the AFF is better poised to be that third biggest political party in the province uh, because of how I see them having been organized to try and make sure that they're able to garner support from all corners of the province. Mm. Because that's also very critical. It's very critical, for example, the, the events like the weekend events of the, of, the, of the Ground Forces Forum, which have been, I think, well organized and well attended, also gives a picture and an image to the, to the voter that the EFF is a serious political party, that the EFF will be able, can may be able to garner enough votes because remember, also in the, with the psychology of the vote, the general human being is that you want to be associated with, with, with good things. You want to be associated with victorious things. So with the EFF, in terms of its doing of these events, and of course similar events that are going to do in the past, in, in the future, it, it seems to be going for that uh, psychological uh, what's called thing in, in the voter to say this is the part to be part of or to be associated with, because look how big we are. Because I think that's also one of the things that the EFF has been able to do in the past. But what is but the mood of the electorate uh, in KZN mm. uh, as we speak right now? Or what, what is the appetite? Where do you think the uh, the, the, the EFF needs to touch on? Uh, what do they need to do? How has the ANC uh, been faring? I mean, we saw him uh, take a swipe at the ANC, the administration of uh, Nomusa Dube Nube. Uh, they're talking about two centers of powers, uh, talking about ruling without uh, just a clear mandate date from the people that they are ruling and then the likes and governing he, he mentioned some of the gaps so what what would you say is is right now the mood of the electorate in KZN right now the appetite what do you think have been the shortcomings of the party the ANC the governing ANC and and maybe the IFP where then we'll see a major share of their electorates moving into the EFF space come 2024 I think of course, uh, with regards to, to 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 the mood of the of of, of the voter, mm-hmm. I think there is that uh, big uh, in the atmosphere the idea of of wanting change because there seems to be this idea that the government in the of the day has not been able to truly truly transform people's lives, especially uh, in with regards to economic development in the province, and of course the idea of um, un- unemployment. Of course, there's a big issue in the province. Also, the, but there, there's not. If you look at the voters, there's nothing really that says in big mass they are going to move away from the traditional two big political parties in the province. Mm-hmm. But there is that wave of wanting change, and this is where the EFF is playing its space. The idea of wanting a change. And the EFF is seen by many as a party of, of, of change, right? A party that represents hope, a party that represents radical change. But remember, Wazunatan is a very also conservative province, right? Very, a very traditional province. So it, there, there will be no big shift and mass that I will see towards the EFF if you look at the, at the mood of the electorate, because if you look at if statistics and the current results are anything to go by, they tell us that 
the big uh, vote, uh, vote, votes of uh, vote percentages will still go to the traditional political parties of the ANC and EFF. Where parties like the EFF come in is will be, as I said, as, as the big kingmaker. And this is, for me, the mood of the province where you can see that the, the EFF is gradually being accepted in the province as a party and a political alternative that will be could be explored, especially if you look amongst the youth, right? And I think uh, the EFF big chance or opportunity is try is in converting their acceptance and their their acceptance by the youth as as as, a, as the right voice to speak to them into real votes. Because again, as you know, that the the youth vote the youth the youth that do not really vote and mass. And because that's where the chart of the EFF is. And what they've done well also, I think, is in trying to make sure that they bring to the ballot new first-time voters or voters that have not voted in the past. Because that's where your chance is. If you're able to bring your own voters into, into the fold, people that you've convinced yourself to, to participate and be, and be part of elections. Because those are the people that you can well trust. Because remember, as I said, Wazulata is a very traditional and, con- and, and, con- and conservative province. So you have got people who, the most of the people who are voting in the province already know or have already voted for Pascal Pascal. And it's going to be very difficult for them to change their votes. And in, in, instead, in the past, what has happened is that those people who were not happy about particular political parties, in, 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 for example, the, two, the traditional big two, the EFF and the AIFP and the ANC, have stayed away from the ballot. And this is where I think parties like the EFF will run a race. If people, have, as, as we have seen in the mood, that some people, of course, are not happy with the current government and, and they, 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 they are looking for something new and, and as, a, as, a, as a change in government in terms of approach and attitude. And this is why some of them have been very critical of, of, of the current government. But this is the very same people may not, in any case, be, be willing to to go to the to the voting 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 stations and change their votes, they stay away. So when the EFF must what the EFF must focus on doing is the the persuasion of their own voters, especially with first-time voters, and and focusing on the big critical voter, the vote of the of the young person, because young people, of course, seem to be very excited about parties like the EFF that they are very. They are able to very much interact with such political parties, and they see these political parties as political parties that represent part of their inspirations and energy that they want. But that has not been able to be converted to real votes at voting stations, because also these very young people are entertainment-based young people who sometimes uh, will tell you uh, will, will will seem not to participate in elections because for them it's a boring exercise. Being being at voting station is not a cool exercise. So what you need to be doing is to con- is to enter into the political consciousness of these young people to convince them that voting is a worldwide exercise and that standing in a queue in the voting station is worth their time. And because if we don't do that, then you know, it's, it's going to be very difficult for you to to amass a sizable number of votes and to be able to unseat the two traditional big two in, in the province. But of course, I think the mood in Guadalajara is almost the same mood in the, in the country about the, the issues that are facing the country and the unhappiness thereof. But again, recent numbers tell us that the ANC still manages to remain the majority party, even within that unhappiness. 
because I think political parties have not done very much good work in trying to to position themselves as political alternatives outside of the uh, the critique of the ANC. And of course, uh, Julius Malema, of course, his, part of his politics since he emerges mm-hmm. into the South African political scene is this knee-jerk, shock job type of politics. And when we saw also uh, this weekend where he was in his element with, uh, mm-hmm. with regards to that type of shock job politics, where you find you find his his utterances, of course, with the Newcastle Newcastle municipality with regards to the IFP there, and you regards to the the two so-called centers mm-hmm. of power uh, in 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 the ANC, which of course has been evident for all to see that it seems those who run political leadership uh, of the ANC are in charge or seem to want to be in charge of 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 the one who runs of Numsa Dube who runs the the government. And you've seen, of course, with the contestation of of space and 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 and, 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 and public appearance between the MEC, the chairperson of the pro, of the ANC in the province, who is the MEC for Economic Development, and the Premier Nomsatubeni, mm-hmm. who is the PC member of the ANC. Well, what, what, happens, the ANC what, what happens then, Tobani? If I can come in there uh, to mm-hmm. the traditional, uh, you know, or the role that would then uh, be played by uh, the House of Traditional Leaders there, or even mm-hmm. the uh, traditional leadership, uh, uh, you know, but the 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 chief and 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 everything else, or uh, or the king and everything else that is coming from uh, the royal house. Do you think they have uh, as much influence uh, to kind of help uh, some of these political parties uh, that would then find themselves having to, uh, before even going to the electorates, having to go uh, go past the uh, palace there and speak to the king and, and, and the likes. Uh, during these uh, you know particular time of elections, where, where do we place them? Where do we place uh, the king? Where do we place the monarchy and the house of traditional leaders where the electorates where the electorates are concerned? Of course, KwaZulu-Natal being a very conservative province for public imagery, and we must be very clear with this that they may not be very big political or, or voter numbers or electorate numbers that you garner from your association or your seemed acceptance in the province in terms of the traditional leadership. They must be we may not be big numbers, but for public imagery, because again, as we said, the province is a very conservative traditional province that your association with the key, the very key political, uh, traditional leadership figures, are of course the king of the king, king of, of the Zulu kingdom, and some in the past we've seen the association with leaders of the, of the, of the, of the, the Nazareth Baptist Church, or the, the, the popularly known as the Chamber Church, because those institutions are, are almost in control of big, numbers and, and, and in terms of the population of the province. But I think for me, the, the, it, it doesn't really have much political impact in terms of you just getting votes, but it's good for your political imagery uh, to, be, to be seen, to be accepted, and to, to be seen to, to, uh, for you to associate yourself with part, part, those type of structures. Mm-hmm. And of course, but of course, in some pockets of, of, the, of, of the province, your association may your association and your acceptance by some political uh, the traditional leaders mm-hmm. may result in, 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 in some insignificant number or in some number uh, called voter base being shifted because of the some type of uh, political control 
uh, there is part of this traditional leaders call, 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 what you call, call control. But for me, in the bigger scheme of things, it, it, it has not really been something that is very important that the general voter will see you next to a leader of the Shepherd Church or next to the king of, of, of the Zulu Kingdom and, and automatically change their votes towards you. Mm. But what we will do, it will have an impact in terms of political image in how you are seen, right? But you will still need to do a lot of work in mm. conversing but, but those Isn't that where then we find the rural vote? Uh, that often people you hear them talking about over time, uh, that uh, the rural vote, uh, the ANC would still maybe probably get a, a lion's share of uh, votes uh, that would then come from uh, the rural uh, you know, areas and, and some of those uh, conservative or traditional leaders uh, or, mm. or traditionalists that would then still see uh, the ANC as the party of Mandela uh, 30 years later? You know, my, my, the contestation between the IFP and the ANC with regards mm. to the traditional vote has been very, uh, a, a very serious one, right? Mm. But of course, the IFP almost comes superior in that rural vote because, again, the rural voter is, is still under control of traditional leadership. And you know that the whole political uh, image of the IFP, even it, 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 its perceived political ideology, is crafted around uh, Zulu nationalism, right? And if you you have seen how over the years they've crafted their political imagery around it, so they are very much they are the party that is seen because most of the of the rural Guazulu-Natal is under control of traditional leaders and is very traditional and very and, and very conservative. So the IFP seems to almost have been in almost control of that vote. Right? The ANC in Guazunatar is, is is yes yes a rural party, but very in most cases it's a very mm. big party because most of its if you look most of its votes of its voters come from the so called uh, urban areas, it, it, and also it also comes from the search. If, if you look at in terms of apartheid terms or pre pre nineteen ninety four terms, it comes from most of the area that was known as Natal, not as Zululand, because Zululand at the time was much in control of traditional leaders, and after that, I was in control by the well, the previous Zululand Hobland authority of of the of the of the now departed uh, the late Prince Mangosu Tukchelis. So that on itself plays a significant role in how the voter is, is the votes in Guazunatal are divided because most of the former Zululand uh, authority areas are almost now still under control in terms of, of the big political numbers by the IFP and the ANC control having much access mm. to I, I mean, much I, I wanted to come the there. I wanted to come there mm. as we wrap up uh, Tobani uh, to mm. say that when you look at the IFP and its posture over time mm. you're saying they, they've, they've used to enjoy a majority of the electorate uh, mm. traditionally and the likes. I mean right now we've seen the party just moving uh, to really in any way position themselves as well uh, where uh, the upcoming elections are concerned here and uh, this coming at a time when uh, we saw uh, the passing of uh, the founding leader Mango Sutu Butelezi, Prince Mango Sutu. So, so does this actually, you know, them having him on their party as uh, their on their 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 regalia uh, as the face of uh, their party going into uh, the elections and him uh, passing on here? Uh, would you say that it's something that would see uh, the party maybe probably uh, getting uh, votes, uh, sympathy votes, or even votes from those that got a reminder? 
agenda of why the IFP, IFP went at it uh, to begin with uh, during the funeral of Umtwana. How are we reading, uh, you know, the IFP's posture going into these elections? Just briefly, Tobani, as we wrap up. Mm. Briefly, the, the Prince Mangosu Tselezi will always be a critical pillar of, of the IFP. Mm. And I, I've said before that the, the IFP must be, must, be, must, must be very careful that, they, they, that their use of the image and, of, and, and, and holding on and protecting and continuous promotion of the legacy of the Prince Mangosu Tselezi is, is not seen as them making uh, uh, putting questions around the legitimacy of the current elected leadership of the party. They must be able to be a balance here. Whilst you honor and promote and, and protect the legacy of the Prince of the Prince Mangosut, you must also but not in the same way do we seen to be to be to be critical or to 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 to, to question the legitimacy of the current leadership, because the current leadership must be able to be the face of the party, to lead the campaign, to be the one that is the people of the party, of the, or the voters of the party vote for. Because they, it can't be seen. It, it can't be seen as if you are saying the people must vote for the IFP because of Umduan. When Umduan is no longer there, and and of course we know that he had not had not been uh, the elected president of the party in for the, in the last in the last term. So they must be very careful with that. And of course we know that. There is political infighting that is happening in the party in terms of the contestation between uh, the chairperson of the province of KwaZulu-Natal of the IFP and the president of the party with regards to issues of the premier seat and, and, and things like that. So because of the 2024 elections. So that infighting and the and issues of factions in the party may play, be playing a role in terms of how the political imagery of the organization is decided going into the 2024 election. The IFP must be very careful with that because you want your current political leadership to be seen as the leaders and to be a legitimate force and legitimate face of the party because the continuous holding on to the image of Umtoana may not be sustainable going forward because, of course, we also have a part of the voters in the province who may not really be fixated on that image of 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 Umtuan, and they need really for you to be speaking about the to be using and speaking to them about current issues and using the political images of your political face and political leadership of the time. Yeah, no, I will wait and see how this election goes. Uh, but one thing for sure is that the EFF uh, is really, really uh, not mincing its words, not playing around mm. here. Uh, the party wants to uh, gain lost grounds. It wants to take those, uh, you know, disgruntled voters uh, from the IFP, from the ANC. And this is how we see them uh, positioning themselves through uh, the ground forces here. Uh, when you look at uh, really, really uh, how you tend to see things fair uh, within uh, these particular parties. So we'll wait and see uh, how then the party does, the EFF. Uh, I mean, there's a lot, lot, lot riding on uh, these upcoming elections. And like I said, uh, there are a lot of these political parties that are hoping to impress, that are hoping to win the hearts of the electorates. And the EFF is one of them. We can't take them out of uh, the equation especially when you look at how they've grown over time uh, within this particular space. Uh, Tobani, uh, thank you very much, man, for giving us your time. Thank you very much, Katleho, for giving us the opportunity. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.